From the Golden State in Porterville, California, this is MMA Math. Real fighters, real fights, real discussions. With your host, Professor Diaz, and the former featherweight Bellator champion of the world and former bantamweight UFC title challenger, Joe Soto. Welcome, everyone. This is MMA Math, where the fighter meets the numbers, where we go beyond the hype and beyond the transitive property. How are you, Joe? I'm good. All right. In today's episode, we take a closer look at a fight schedule for this coming weekend. We'll talk about some of the things I picked up by looking at the numbers and some of the details Joe sees that might make a difference in this fight. Also, a little later today, we'll revisit the Tyrone Woodley Kamaru Usman fight. We'll talk about what was revealed, what was not, and what's next for these fighters. All right, Joe, ready to talk fights? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Joe, so what's next? Uh, Steven Thompson versus Anthony Pettis is going to be a great fight, um, a technical fight, I think. I agree, Joe, and what makes this fight intriguing is that Anthony is at a crossroads here. He hasn't been able to get back together since he was dethroned by Rafael Dos Anjos, and that was like four years ago. So for him, after trying out different divisions, it seems that he has finally put that belt behind him, and he seems to be content in fighting for fighting. He wants big fights, Joe, and he called out Stephen Thompson on this one. On the other side of the cage, Stephen is responding to the call-up. But not only that, this is a good fight for him, Joe. After all, he really has no other places to go. He has already challenged for the title on two occasions. Regardless, this is a chance for both of these guys to begin a series of fights where they can showcase their skills and remind the fans of what kind of fighters they really are. This is also going to be awesome, Joe. I mean, we get to go to Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. The former champion will make his way out of the cheesy territory in Wisconsin, while Steven will make his way from the swamps in South Carolina. All right, Joe, so let's begin with the former champion first, Anthony Showtime Pettis. We lost saw Anthony five months ago when he was stopped by the one and only Tony Ferguson. He has now lost five of his last eight fights. However, he attempted to rekindle his career by moving down to 145, and when that didn't work, uh, he returned to 155, and again, it was a mixed bag. So, as I said earlier, Joe, I wouldn't say that he's given up on regaining the throne, but he seems content with what he's done and is ready to move on, move on to good opportunities that present themselves, and if it happens that something lines up, maybe another shot, so be it. Is this the right mindset, Joe? How do you see the former champion coming into this fight? Yeah, I mean, it's his mindset. So he's looking for the you know biggest fights possible, um, money fights, I guess you could say. So for him, you know, this could be a good thing. You know, motivation to, you know, for big money for his family, take care of his family. So maybe this is what he needs. He knows he can't fight for a title probably anytime soon. So why not just look for the biggest, um, biggest fights, most exciting fights for the fans, and and be able to put uh, money in his pocket. Now let's look at Wonder Boy Stephen Thompson. Steven is coming off a controversial loss at the hands of Darren Till. That fight was held in Darren's home, and many fans felt like it was the case of home cooking. That sentiment also stretches across most media organizations. If you look at the 25 different media organizations that cover that fight, 23 had Steven winning. Regardless, other than that fight, Steven's only losses are at the hands of the now former champion Tyrone Woolley, and those fights were competitive, especially that first one. In fact, in the first fight, Two judges had it a draw and one had Woodley winning. The second fight was a similar scenario, except only one judge had it a draw. Anyway, Joe, uh, is Steven coming into this fight to make a statement? Is he fired up after feeling he was served chili cheese fries when he was expecting a 12-ounce grilled ribeye? 
What's the mentality, Joe? What kind of mindset is he coming into this fight with? Yeah, I think he's excited about this fight, and that's a good matchup for him. You know, Anthony has a good style for him, so and Anthony's smaller, so why wouldn't you be excited for it? I think in his mind, it's like um, easy money, you know? I mean, there's not a lot of risk. I mean, anytime you are fighting, you're putting, you're putting yourself at risk, but I think this is, you know, one of the best matchups when you find, you know, somebody coming up away, and that's fought at 45s too, so it's not like he's a huge 55-pounder. So I think he's excited going into this match with the confident mindset. Let's take a look at the numbers, Joe. And these numbers are revealing. As I mentioned earlier, after logging in 22 fights at 155, Anthony, on his attempt to regain some glory, dropped to 145. After things didn't work out, he returned to 155. However, since doing so, he has gone 50-50, winning two and losing two. Anyway, the surprising matter in this fight is that he's going all the way up to 170. Not only that, he's not fighting a small 170-pounder. Steven is big at 170. He's two inches taller and has a three-inch reach advantage. It doesn't seem like much, but after spending his entire career at 170, he's a fighter with a larger frame. Who knows how much he cuts to get to 170. For all we know, Anthony could be fighting Steven around 185, 190 come fight night. Regardless, he has a bigger frame and has been fighting his entire career at 170. So, is Steven too big for Anthony, Joe? Is size a factor in this fight? Yeah, I think I think definitely size is a factor in this fight. I think he might be too big. Like, it's kind of hard to see Anthony winning this fight, you know, stylistically. And the size doesn't, you know, disadvantage in the size doesn't doesn't help him. So, another surprising number that I found, Joe, is age. It seems that we've seen Anthony in the cage for a long time. However, he's only 32. On the other hand, Steven is coming into this fight at 36, and as we said in the past. This is where we typically see fighters start to slow down. This could have been the case in the Willie Usman fight we just saw, and where Willie did not look like himself at all. Anyhow, this is a big plus on Anthony's favor. Can this be the number that balances the size differential? Can youth help balance the size discrepancy, or does it not play a role? Uh, I don't really. I mean, he has a lot of fights too. He has a lot of miles on him. We've seen his career's been up and down, so. You know, the youth is definitely not going to be on the side. I don't think it's going to be really a factor. I think this, you know, the size advantage is more of the factor, you know, going to be a big factor in this fight. Now, fortunately for us, this is scheduled for five rounds. Steven has seen the championship rounds on four occasions. He went five with Darren Till and five with Roy McDonald and 10 rounds with Woodley. On the other side of the cage, and surprisingly, Anthony has only been in the championship rounds on two occasions. He saw the fifth round with both Benson Henderson and Rafael Dos Anjos, and that was about it. However, as I said earlier, Anthony is a younger fighter. So, Joe, who do you think has the edge in the endurance category, and if so, will it play a role? I think both guys' endurance is pretty good, and this, this is not going to be like a grueling fight. It's going to be more of a technical karate fight, I guess, point fighting. So I don't think uh, both fighters will get too fatigued in this one. You know, I think um, both guys will have enough to to push five five rounds easy stylistically. You know, you know they're both most finesse fighters. They're both you know more point like I said point karate fighters. So I don't think um, endurance is going to be an issue for either. I don't think either guy's going to have a plus or you know um, you know an advantage in, in the endurance category. So being that Anthony is a smaller fighter, do you see him as having a speed advantage, or does that not really play a role in this fight? Yeah, I think he definitely has, you know, he'll have a speed advantage. Maybe um, quickness advantage be a little bit quicker. I don't know if it's going to be enough for him to, you know, overcome the size advantage in this fight, though. Um, but you never know. I guess we'll find out more of that on fight night. But 
I could see him being, you know, you know, a, a lot quicker than um than Wonder Boy. Stylistically, Joe Anthony's mostly a stand-up fighter. He's a Taekwondo black belt and is one of the best off his back. He's very creative, he's flashy, and he improvises a lot during his fights. His record includes nine wins by knockout and eight wins by submission. On the other hand, Steven is a true martial artist. He's a five-time world champion kickboxer and has a fifth-degree black belt in karate. He has recorded seven knockouts, but has only one submission. So, Joe, are we in for a highly technical fight, or is Showtime going to put on a show? What do you see stylistically? Yeah, I think it's going to be a highly technical fight. I think it's going to be a lot of techniques thrown, um, some flashy ones. Some, I'm excited to see I, excited to see this fight, actually. Um, you know, it's not going to be a brawl or a war or anything like that. It's just going to be really beautiful martial arts, um, beautiful martial arts techniques. So we're going to see some um, some cool tricks out there from both guys. I saw back and forth fighting. Um, it's going to be a fun, I think it'll be a fun fight um, for the fans. So do you see this ever going to the ground, or are we in a full straight-up stand-up fight on this one? Yeah, I don't think it'll go to the ground unless some unless somebody gets hit, you know. Like unless Anthony could um, you know, stun um Steven somehow with the punch and then maybe we could see a little bit of grappling or some um some attempts, some um jujitsu attempts, some chokes or or some triangles. But um besides that I don't see anybody being able to take each other down or probably gonna try I me. Mean, Anthony could try, but I don't think he could take Thompson down. So I think it's gonna be more of a stand up fight, more of a technical stand up fight. So if this is and it becomes a technical fight, does the size differential take over on Steven's favor? Who wins a technical fight? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, if it's a technical fight, I think Steven definitely has an advantage. I would lean towards more towards him just because of the size difference. He's going to have a little bit more power, you know, probably a lot lengthier, reach advantage and everything. So more power in his punches. So I think um, the bigger fighter, the bigger technical fighter will probably I would lean more towards him, you know? Now, based on their previous fights, I would say that both of these guys are athletes first. So who do you see is more of the fighter on this one? Uh, more of the fighter, I would I would lean maybe more towards Anthony. I've seen him in some pretty good wars. Uh, even with the Ferguson fight, he hung in there for a while until he got hurt against Dustin Poirier, too. We've seen him in there. So I've seen him in some in some wars. So I would I would lean, he's more of the fighter, but I think the, both of these guys are pretty... Just technical fighters, uh, athletes, right? So um, I think it's two athletes, two great athletes. Uh, Going to be a great, great fight. Okay, Joe, so if you're the former champion, if you're Anthony, how would you approach the bigger fighter, the kickboxer, the karate machine? That's a hard one because the way I would approach, I mean, Anthony doesn't have that style. You know, like I think he should either try to look for a takedown. That would be his best bet, right? If he could get, get a takedown and use some of that slick jiu-jitsu, but he's not a great wrestler. Or if it was on defeat, I would try to make it ugly, ugly fight. But he's he's more of a finesse, like um, a point fighter or like a great great stand-up fighter. He's not really a brawler, so it's kind of hard to say what what game plan he's just you know. Obviously, I think he's gonna try to use his mind and out trick him, you know. So maybe that's his best bet. To tri- I mean, both of these guys are great technical fighters, so maybe they're gonna try to trick each other into traps and into setups. So. Maybe he has some good traps or, or setups for for a knockout. Um, um, maybe that's his best bet. So his options are limited. I mean, basically, he's going to have to win win this fight with his mind, with his IQ. Yeah, definitely. I think um, that's his best bet because I don't think he could do it any other way. So he's definitely going to have to um, 
trick them somehow and yeah, you know, get some good setups and, and, and catch them that way. So what about if you are Steven, do you bully the smaller fighter? Do you go after him or do you keep it technical and play it safe? I think Steven uh, bully him in, in, in certain moments, but uh, I think he's more of a technical fighter too. I think he's going to play it safe. He's a smart, both guys are smart fighters. So I think uh, I think he'll play it safe and, and, you know, use his strength, use the size advantage when need be, but I think he's going to keep it a technical fight. Okay, Joe, so from my point of view, look at the numbers, histories, and sizes. I think that even though they have similar styles and Anthony is younger and maybe the faster fighter, I think Steven is just too big in this case. I think that based on what we saw in the till fight, Steven is not slowing down and he has a style to keep Anthony away. He's got heavy kicks and I think that those will keep Anthony away for most of the fight. I also don't think Anthony is much faster, so I'm going with Steven. I think this one goes deep and Steven wins in a clear decision. How do you see it? Yeah, I think the same thing. I think the, the size advantage is too much to overcome for Anthony. Obviously, everybody has a puncher's chance, but I think uh, I think I see Thompson winning it in, a, in a, a decision also. All right, there you have it. Looks like both Joe and I have a, a win on points on Steven's favor. And that does it for that fight. And before Joe answers, just a reminder to subscribe to our show. It is the easiest way to make sure you don't miss a show and stay connected and up to date. You can subscribe on any of the major platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Stitcher. Also, if you're not visit our YouTube channel, please visit us. We are adding weekly animated shorts of all our new episodes. Again, we can be found at MMAMath.xyz. Okay, Joe, let's go back to revisit the Tyrone Woodley-Kamaro Usman fight. This fight was very one-sided, and it looked like either Woodley had a night off or maybe age finally caught up with him. Now, I say it not to take away from what Usman did. In fact, I thought Usman implemented the perfect fight plan. However, I say it because of how uncharacteristic it was for Wooly to throw so few strikes. For example, in the first round, Wooly threw only 19 strikes to Usman's 68. In the second round, Wooly threw only 5 strikes to Usman's 74, and it never got much better. In the third round, Wooly threw 22 to Usman's 78, and then it just got worse and worse as the fight went on. In fact, if you look at the last two rounds, Wooly threw a combined 14 punches to Usman's 116. This is really revealing for Wooly, who's known for his explosiveness, who's known for attacking viciously when the opportunity presents itself. And in this case, he couldn't pull the trigger. So Joe, did age creep in? Did Usman just shut him down with a perfect fight plan? Or did Wooly just have a night off, as he said in the post-fight conference? I think it's a combination of things. I think, obviously, Willie had the night off. He didn't show up, you know, and sometimes that happens. Um, sometimes you just have an off day. And uh, unfortunately, it was, you know, in front of thousands of fans on, you know, on a big stage. But at the same time, um, you got to give credit to Usman. He had a great game plan. And stylistically, it was, looking back on it, it was a bad matchup for the Woodley. You know, he was never comfortable in there because, you know, usually if you're uncomfortable on your feet, you can take the guy down, but you can't take Usman down. And um, or um, vice versa, or like if you you want to outstrike the guy, you can outstrike him. But he was just he got dominated everywhere, and it was just a, a bad night for him. Like I said, sometimes too, when you got to think about it, you know the bigger wrestler always wins. They say you know, so if you have two great wrestlers, the bigger ones usually going to do better. So I think that was the case too. But obviously, Woodley didn't do a, anything, so I think he had a night off, and it was just a bad. 
And that could have been because it was just a bad stylistic matchup for him. All right. And that does it for today. Thanks for listening. And until next time, bye, y'all.